and welcome to episode six of Agents Assemble, the podcast brought to you by NHS Horizons and the team who brought you the School for Change Agents 2021. In this podcast, we'll be bringing you behind the scenes for a good old trinwag and everyone's invited. Today, we're going to be discussing the live sessions and we've got a very special guest. Before we get started, we'd better introduce ourselves. I'm Kerry McGinty, a project manager at NHS Horizons and one of the producers of the School for Change Agents. I'm Ollie Benson. I am Community Programme Manager at Horizons and sort of responsible for making the school happen. Hiya, I'm Lee Kendall, the Programme Lead for Social Influence at NHS Horizons and I do all things social media and comms. Hi, I'm Zara Mohabbat. I'm a project manager at the NHS Horizons team and I've also been part of the team that brought you to school. We're joined by a very special guest today, the queen of change and transformation that really is the one and only Helen Bevan. So Helen, hello, welcome. Yeah, hi. Hi, I'm Helen Bevan and yeah, I'm part of the Horizons team as well. And I'm one of the people that founded the School for Change Agents. I've been part of the School for Change Agents since uh, 2014 and uh, nearly 100,000 people later, and I think uh, eight terms, here we are. So this podcast would not be happening without your little tiny invention, just 100 files of people popping through. But how does it feel for you, Helen, just first of all, before we take a dive into the live sessions, how does it feel for you knowing that you've started this so long ago and here we are now and it's still going and it's getting stronger and stronger? It's fantastic, Kerry. You know, it's really good to see. And the thing about the school is that it's evolved. You know, what it is now is very different to how it started. When it started, it was called the School for Health and Care Radicals. And when you look at all the work that goes into the school now, I mean, when we first started it, we started planning for it like four weeks before we actually ran it. But, you know, right from the start, you could see the need for it. And people loved it. And people came back year after year. And it's those amazing people, you know, the alumni, if you like, of the school that have fed back constantly, been part of it, given case studies, promoted it on social media. And it just kind of goes from strength to strength, really. It really is fantastic. And obviously, people are still working their way through the School for Change Agents. So you can even start it now if you want to. It's open for all. But we've been doing uh, three live sessions to go alongside with the school, which has been really fantastic. Ollie's been masterminding the tech. We've got Leon Social Influence, me and Zara popping up and um, hosted by you, Helen. So how have you found them so far? Oh, I've loved doing the live sessions this year. And, you know, I think the online school just gets better and better. You know, I think the live school where we do live sessions with people, I think is better focused and just getting a, you know, just a brilliant response to it, really. We've only done two so far. I've got one more to go. Really, really enjoyed them. And, and you know, the great thing for me is like I've been a um, change agent in the National Health Service in England for 30 years. And, and like how the school feels to me is All the things that I've learned as a change agent over those three decades, all the things that have like worked, that haven't worked, you know, I feel the school gives me an opportunity to talk about the things that I think really make a difference. And, you know, this idea of agency at the heart of the school, you know, the school for change agents, agents who use agency. Okay, um, action that we take to express the power that we've got to make a difference. I'd say it's well, it's getting recognised more and more as something that we need to focus on. You know, when it comes to making change happen in in our world of health and care. 
And, you know, when we first started, like the School for Health and Care Radicals in 2014, I mean, it was really, um, uh, how would I describe it? It was a bit like left field. It was this kind of group of people, like, <laughs> doing this kind of slightly odd stuff at a kind of rebellious heretic the title sounds like a film like a, a film from the 80s like a bit yeah. like the little rascals but the, yeah. the little radicals of school for change yeah. agents but you know then we changed it to the school for change agents and i think it's become much more mainstream now because i think more and more people are recognizing that you've got to use your agency you know it's not enough giving people skills or methods or projects people have got to have the power to make change happen as well and i think if anything has proved that it's what we've seen as part of the response to covid because when you look at the people and the places that have been able to move and make change happen really quickly it's those organizations where people have had a lot of agency in a sense the leaders in those organizations have invested and created skills and agency in people and those places that haven't been able to move so quickly are places where the conditions for agency, you know, people having the confidence, the support to make change happen, haven't been there as well. I just missed out on the 2014 school. I've only been in Horizons a few weeks when the 2015 school ran and I, I was working on another project, so sort of wasn't massively involved in it, but very much remember it happening. Some things are sort of constant in school. You know, the slides that were in there in 2014 that that's, are still as relevant this year. But also, you know, as you said, the content adapts. And my takeaway from this year is sort of the big theme has been about belonging. And, and that feels really that it's come sort of centre stage to the, the school curriculum. And I just wondered, kind of, that's something you've been working quite a lot over the last year and where that came from and why you think it's so important. Well, you know, when I trained to be a change agent and improvement leader in the NHS, what I got taught were like technical improvement methods, which are very important. But in a sense, what I got taught was to lead with methods. So if I was working on a project, you know, how do we reduce waiting time for patients or how do we improve patient safety? We'd lead with method. We'd think about what's the aim of this project? What are the measures that we need to use? What are the tools that can help us to make a difference? And yet all those things are really important. And what I've also learned is we have to think about belonging and we have to build a sense of belonging for the people who are part of the change. Because just the very nature of change and the very nature of being a change agent depends on our ability, you know, to work with other people to enable change. So actually being a change agent is creating a sense of belonging for everybody who's part of the change. And the thing about belonging is it's a feeling. You know, when we belong, we feel I'm accepted, I'm respected, I'm listened to. The unique things that I bring to this project or this campaign or this movement is accepted. And I think that if we want to create change and we want the change to be sustained, then we've really got to invest in creating that sense of belonging. Because when we've got that sense of belonging and we're working in a team or a group doing the change, that's when we really create that sense of us and us rather than us and them. And I think it's one of the strongest foundations for making change happen. We're all getting transfixed. This is what happens. We're getting an extra bonus live session. So we're all popping off in the trying to remark on it. But I was just going to say that I think um, 
that's something obviously Helen you've been tweeting a lot about there's been so much um even on the live sessions Zara you were chat box monitor and people just were kind of going wild for that belonging it's like something that they couldn't put their finger on before but then they realized that was the kind of key thing or it's as simple as that yeah Absolutely. And the chat box was really special, especially this week. Like we saw people from different countries come in and explain like how it actually related to them and actually different jobs as well. I think someone came in from the police service, something like that. And I was like, wow, this is so special, right? Because we're thinking about this from a healthcare lens, but look how transferable it is. And you can actually see it in different occupations and different countries as well. So I think that's really special that this idea of belonging and kind of what we speak about in school and what Helen you just spoke about is more than just for healthcare at the moment it's 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 a lot wider than that and I think that's quite nice I saw that too there was a tweet um about the graphic about belonging that was shared during the live session this week someone tweeted that higher education could use that as well to foster a greater sense of belonging so again like you're saying Zara is going way beyond health and care so that's fantastic to see I think we kind of touched on this in previous podcasts is uh, what I think is really nice about this year is also how we've brought it all together with the seven simple rules. And I know, Helen, you've been working on, on them for a while and it, it feels like a really great way of sort of wrapping up all the ideas around the school. So, so we're going to um, talk some more about the seven simple rules in the final live session. So, uh, so this is a trailer. So yeah, where the seven simple rules came from, actually, the seven simple rules, when they started, it was even earlier than the School for Change agents. Actually, they started in 2013. Like we in the Horizons team, we collaborate with a lot of people in other places around the world. And, and one of our favorite collaborations um, is with the team from Jongshipping in Sweden. And it's a place in the south of Sweden Youngshipping region is like 300,000 people. So as regions go, you know, it's not that big. And yet it's a beacon of improving health and healthcare for the world. It's this little place that just makes amazing things happen. And, you know, if you look at the outcomes, the health outcomes that Youngshipping gets compared to other regions across Sweden, you know, it consistently does really well. I collaborate with Joran Henriks, who is the chief exec of learning for Young Shipping Region. And we started to do some work in 2013 about actually creating some rules for transformational change. We did a couple of years work on it into, up to about 2015. And then we kind of like put it aside and then we picked it up again. The idea of simple rules is a really important one. So simple rules mean we're not dictating this is what you need to do, but these are things which if you're leaders that want to transform a system, do things differently, then it's really simple to think about these rules. And over the years, like hundreds of people have contributed in various ways. And um, finally, at the start of this year, 2021, we put the seven rules together. And so many of the themes, you're, you're right, Ollie, are the themes from school. Because, you know, the first rule is actually about defining our shared purpose. And we've looked at that both, you know, in the online sessions and in the live session last week. You know, if we don't create a sense of shared purpose for the people taking part in the change, 
then, you know, we're not going to move forward in the right way. Number two is about belonging, okay, which is what we've been talking about now. Okay, number three is about saying, you know, when we're trying to make change happen, we should predict and prevent, which means, so again, if you think about a health and care system, very often, a lot of our focus is on specialist care or hospitals. But actually, if we thought upstream, so we thought about people, their own lives living in their own communities, and actually did more to support people in their health there, you know, we wouldn't need as much hospital care. And again, that's one of the great thing about working with Swedish colleagues is because Swedes kind of understand that much better than we do. And uh, rule number four is about building agency, again, which is the heart of the school. And uh, number five is about working with paradoxes and contradictions, which, again, such a key skill for a change agent because, you know, very often we think, oh, this is a problem, we've got to solve it. But a lot of our problems are unsolvable. And again, you know, we talk in the school a lot about working with old power and new power. So we work through the formal system and we mobilize with other people to make change happen. And neither of them is the right answer. We need both. So as change agents, you know, we've got to be able to work with tensions and contradictions. And then number six is about understanding learning as a force for transformation. Again, in the same way that I think we don't focus enough on belonging, we don't actually think enough about how we build learning in. And then number seven is about doing lots of small scale changes, which are really important, but in the context of a bigger system. Because one of the problems that we have often as change agents is we're doing small changes all over the place, which are fantastic, but they don't all add up to big change. They just add up to lots and lots of small changes. So actually having a larger scale framework or way of thinking within which we're doing the small changes, make the small changes count more. Well, people on Future Learn, Helen, are blooming loving your seven rules. <laughs> Just one of the comments is, this is yet another wow moment in the series of wow moments for me during this course. Can't wait to implement them. Another comment was, these are hugely helpful steps. Can't wait to revisit each and every time my team reconvenes that this can become part of our everyday working life. So, you must feel a little bit chuffed, an extra blue Peter yeah. badge for you there, like inspiring the masses. <laughs> yeah. But it's really fantastic to see, isn't it? And I think it's just, again, if you want to find out a little bit more about what Helen was talking about, then please do head over to FutureLearn School for Change Agents. Not too late to join. Or we've got one final session coming up, a live session, which is on the 1st of June. And all of the sessions, if you've missed them, oh, don't worry about it. We recorded them. So they're on the Horizons website, yeah. um, which is all there. You know, it's been some amazing feedback, you know, from the live sessions from the school itself, hasn't there, Ollie? Yeah, absolutely. And um, one of the things which I have to admit I hadn't actually noticed, but when you finish the school on Future Learn you not only can kind of write a comment uh, within the FutureLearn platform, but you can also recommend it. So a bit like when you buy something off Amazon and you get to write a, a review. And there's one thing to what people writing nice things to you privately, but when they're sort of putting it out and saying nice things about you publicly, uh, we are currently on 4.9 out of 5. Uh, and that's because one person chose four stars out rather than five stars, but everybody else has gone for five stars. And so many really nice comments there about just kind of they love the content, they love the format, they kind of love some of our case studies and, and just kind of how it's made them think differently. And I think, Helen, you've probably experienced this, but, I, you know, I know as well that the thing that school just does, I think, is it just 
gives people a little bit of feeling different about how they kind of view their job, how they view their role and go on and, and do incredible things as a, as a result. You know what I love about school and like I love about our team, the Horizons team doing school. It's like it's truly a kind of joint venture because there's people like me and Catherine who do a lot of content, you know, the kind of the core content. But, you know, I think how the whole team contributes, the way my Horizons colleagues that are on this podcast now, you know, how you produce it, how you connect it up with social media, just, you know, all the clever stuff you do. And I think I think it's great for everybody taking part and it's great for our team as well because it absolutely brings us together with our common purpose as well. And, you know, I couldn't feel prouder of the Horizons team than I do when we're doing school. I think you do such a great job. Oh, this is so cute. I feel like we all need a little group virtual hug now. That was a bit emotional. <laughs> we all just did a little pause there, didn't we? We're like, oh, thanks, that's nice. <laughs> that awkward compliment moment. But no, that's amazing. And it is so true. It is a complete team effort. And also the fact that anyone taking part in school, the feedback, all of that doesn't get ignored. It all feeds into school. So in fact, yeah. by even taking part, you're part of the team and improving it year on year. So um, agents assemble, as we say. Um, but fantastic. Um, we have got one more session, as we said. So um, before we go, I think we're just going to get a little update from Lee on anything social media wise, all of the places that you need to be following before our next session. Thanks, Kerry. So we've got a Twitter account, SCH for number four change. And our hashtag is S number four CA. And we've also got a Facebook group and an Instagram account, which is Horizons NHS. So yeah, we've got a range of social channels. So do come and chat to us and tell us what you're thinking about school. We've been loving getting people's tweets, reflecting on their learning. And also it's fantastic to see that people have heard about school from their friends and they're just over the moon that they've done school, that they've learned so much and they're just buzzing with all that they've learned. So it's a really joyful thing to read your tweets and your Facebook comments. So thank you very much. Thank you. Well, that's us at the end of another Agents Assemble podcast. Thank you to our chief agent, basically like the Thor of the Avengers, or would it be the Iron Man? I can't <laughs> even remember now who's the lead. But thank you to Helen for joining us for a good old chinwag. I'm sure that you'll be joining us again um, over the next few months. And obviously, we'll be seeing you at the third and final live session. Yeah, hope to see you there. Thanks very much for listening. ta for now. Bye. Bye.